0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe, I'm your host Joe Baker, back with final thoughts about the interviews that I did, conversations with a former drug dealer. I just want to wrap some things up, put it into context for you, and so that you fully understand the goal of these interviews and what I'm trying to do. Of course, uh, everybody that's been listening to my shows understands that I'm trying to do anything and everything that I can to deter uh, an individual from taking on this uh, lifestyle, and to educate the public about you know the dangers of it the criminal lifestyle i'm talking about so uh i want to look at uh episode particularly episode two when we were talking about the karma you know when i was talking to him about did he understand the fullness of karma and what that meant and all this and that and he uh went on to explain to me that his understanding of it is he didn't want to you know do something that could come back on him right because we got to talking about shootings and stuff like that and he said he had Uh, He didn't believe in shooting up people's houses or anything like that, right? He didn't believe in selling drugs to pregnant women and those types of things. And then by doing that, he felt like that he wouldn't be creating the kind of karma that would come back to him in that way, right? And I went on to explain to him that uh, my understanding of karma is not like that. It doesn't work that way. Uh, Karma is about healing and it's about teaching you lessons so you can heal your soul and those types of things, right? So... When I talked to him about, you know, not selling drugs to... I said, well, what do you feel about selling drugs to people in general? And he uh, was blunt about saying that he didn't believe that uh, he had any responsibility when it comes to uh, selling drugs to somebody that was on his list, meaning anybody that wasn't a child or pregnant, you know what I mean? That he didn't have any responsibility because they were making a choice. They were making a conscious choice in his mind to buy the drugs and use the drugs, right? So that absolved him of any responsibility. And he may have been talking about it legally, but I was talking morally, right? Because I think that a lot of people don't understand how people that participate in their lifestyle of drugs, selling drugs, how they go through these uh, uh, rationalizations trying to convince themselves that it's okay what they're doing. It's almost like they really put themselves on the level of being a pharmacist. And uh, and again, he's not here to defend himself in this regard because this is my final thoughts about the whole series of interviews. So this is just me and what I think and what I took away from what he said. I really applaud him for being as open and honest as he was. But I do take issue with some of the things that he said because at the end of the day, um, you can change your behavior and walk away from the criminal lifestyle and think that uh you know everything is fine but if you don't fully understand the the damage that you caused communities and families and those types of things you run the risk of that type of mindset sticking with you and it acting itself out in other ways and that's what i'm talking about when you deal with uh the criminal lifestyle your mindset becomes something so dirty so ugly that even when you walk away from that particular act or that particular crime, right drug dealing, murder, rape, whatever the case may be, when you walk away from that specific uh, thing that you were involved in or what you went to prison for, that doesn't mean that you've changed. That doesn't mean that you've changed. Your whole way of thinking, your whole philosophy of life, your ideology about these things has to change and it and 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 if it changes without you fully understanding you can say that it's changed but if you don't fully understand the damage that you caused by participating in the criminal lifestyle in general then any attempts at change you run the risk of it not sticking because you still believe certain things you still believe that well they bought the drugs on their own so i'm not it's not on me you feel me i quit because it's illegal and i'm in jail and i'm not with my family you didn't quit because it was morally wrong right and i think that's what a lot of people uh that participate in the criminal lifestyle uh, go through they tell themselves whatever they have to tell themselves so they can sleep at night uh and when we come to prison we tell ourselves whatever we have to tell ourselves to get through this experience we miss our families. We want to go home, so we take on the we take on the air of change. But is it really change? Is it what's in the heart that uh, you're, you're expressing, or is this just what you know you have to say and how you have to conduct yourself so that the people here will let you go home? That's what I'm trying to get to, and I hope that uh, this brother fully understands um the responsibility that he has and not just him i don't want you to just focus on him he was the person that was courageous enough and 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 willing to sit down and talk to me in an honest and open way and i give him all the credit for doing that but he represents thousands of people out there across this country that participate in that particular lifestyle, the criminal lifestyle as a drug dealer, uh, he represents that mindset. And that's what we have to focus on. It's not the laws that are passed to get them to stop. It's not the laws that are changed to let them out that we should be focusing on more than have they changed in their hearts. Do they believe that they were wrong in what they were doing? Not because the substance was illegal, but because they were doing something to bring harm to another human being. That has to be the focus. And I understand, you know, they don't want to really focus on that because it's hard to be able to get inside somebody's heart and mind and know what they really are thinking and and want to do with their life. But at the end of the day, this is not about the prison officials. This is not about the program. This is about the individuals that are involved in the criminal act. I just wanted to throw that out there, man, and give you something to think about. I really want to thank uh, Nicholas Fuller for doing the interview. I really appreciate him taking the time to sit down with me. But I really wanted to uh, make sure that I put some of the things that you're going to hear, that you heard during the interviews into context for you so that you'll know where I'm coming from. And the, and the whole goal of the uh, interview and the whole goal of the podcast in general is to deter crime not to promote it, and not to uh, let somebody leave uh, a comment like some of the same things that he said out there unchecked, unchallenged. You know what I mean? With that, I'm going to wrap this up, and I really appreciate all the support that I'm getting out there. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, the crime critic. Peace, y'all.